Hey guys, Truman7 here. I'm just kidding. Welcome back to the Combine Podcast, episode 6. That's a good number. It's one away from 7. That's when I should have done that True Green 7 intro, not <laughs> looking back at it. You wasted it. You I wasted, wasted it. it. Oh, that's so stupid. Oh. Six is my favorite number. I No, you'll do it again next week, and okay, I'll do <laughs> it'll be even better. Okay, cool. Um, I did want to say before we start that I am going... I literally just yesterday night ordered the mic that you have. <gasps> oh, um, cool. So maybe it'll sound like we're going to be in the same room, or like touching. That'll be pretty cool. Even it's a good microphone. What what tipped you over? Is the Shure SFM? I'll try that again. It's the Shure SM7B, right? It's literally the podcast. It's the podcast mic. It's the mic that everybody uses when they have a podcast. Joe Rogan, a bunch of streamers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a sound I think people are very familiar with. And uh, the the way I think I tried to convince you is the Shure SM7B was preceded by the Shure SM7A, and that was preceded by the Shure SM7. That microphone, and these adjustments are tiny between the A and the B and the original. Mm. The original came out 50 years ago. What? Okay. It's, you think about any bit of technology you own, your your PC, your monitor, your headphones, your, your phone, anything. You, you, nothing like that. Microphone technology pretty much peaked with the Shure SM7. That is true. Like audio, in terms of like, for example, even like, I forgot the the, the term. What's the word? <laughs> I guess I've never used it. What's the thing that the records? I forgot the word records. <laughs> records. The quality records, of records are amazing. Yeah. So it's like, and those are what vinyl. Sixty years vinyl, exactly. Yeah. Um, and even like they had headphones in 1930s. <laughs> like you can connect to your radios. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, yeah, something about audio technology. I don't know. Uh, just I'm sure there's an audio engineer who's probably listening to this. He's like, and this is why. But um, well done, good purchase. I think it's a very good purchase for you. And I think given that your videos are like a hundred percent of your video is your voice, I think your yeah. viewers will really, really appreciate it. The the Blue Yeti, which is what I have right now, it's good. It's definitely good enough. Definitely the the mic I recommend any starter starting YouTuber to to get. Um, but I guess. You know, most of my videos, they have music in the background, so it's like it does kind of hide any lack of quality, if there is any, mm-hmm. while in a podcast there really isn't. Um, I mean, some podcasts that I listen to, they have, like, I like I forget that they have music in the background. Like, if you just, like, you, you, you only hear it when you notice it. It's weird. I mean, I thought we shouldn't have music in our in our podcast, because what if you want to listen to music on your own while we're listening, while you're listening to the podcast? Um, True. I never knew that was a thing people did. did. Is that a thing people do? You, you can you can totally do it. it makes sense. Yeah, some, I guess. I, I've never thought lo-fi. about. I've never thought about doing that. That's an interesting idea. It feels like too many mediums happening at once. I, I want to be either listening to music or listening to a podcast, but I don't know if I want to be doing both at the same time. So, how's your week been? My week has been. I mean, there's some secrets, things that I can't really talk about yet. But yesterday, after like a week and a half of just nonstop working, like what twelve hours a, a day, I finally finished a thing uh early and i'm like okay let me just take a day off so i just went to manhattan went to just walk around central park went to the zoo in central park uh rented a bike i thought i was gonna bike that thing for an entire day i could not last a half an hour (laughs) the hills in central (laughs) park are apparently uh hillier than where i live um but yeah, it was still, it was literally a perfect day in terms of weather. It was a very nice day. Had some good food, had some good vibes. That was nice. That sounds like a lot of fun. Do you do that often? Just go into Manhattan and just kind of like see the sights in New York and, you I know, did, integrate yourself? I did before the pandemic. Like, I'd say like, what, once every few months. But this has been the first time since a year and a half ago, honestly. 
It's nice to do that. I, I I live not too far from London, and um, there's always that nice kind of like, oh, I live close to here, so I get to enjoy this just as a city, as opposed to I think a lot of people who who come as a tourist and True. just go do that. I imagine you must get like if I came to New York, my that would be a very different experience to obviously you just being like, I'm just gonna rent a bike for the day and <laughs> cycle around and see what's up, yeah. which honestly probably would be a much richer experience for me to do as a tourist hopefully i'll come back over come back over come over for the first time i've obviously never been before and hopefully i'll come over and see you at some point um, yeah you originally planned to come here in february but then you went somewhere else there have been so many times where my brain's gone this is it this is the year i go to new york and this is why it makes sense at the beginning of this year flights were like relatively quite cheap um but the uncertainty about like can i travel are we allowed to what's the pandemic situation it just like even if it's really cheap it doesn't matter if you can't get out there or get back and so there's there's just been so much uncertainty around that i really do want to come out soon though i want to you know come out and enjoy it while i'm while i'm young what's funny is that the, the two times that you said oh i'm gonna come to new york they were both literally the middle and end of winter and really do not ever come to New York City in winter uh, unless it's like December is the latest because, I mean, the lights are pretty during that time. It's not too cold, but February. Do not come to New York City in February or late January. That's the dumbest thing to do. <laughs> so, See, maybe, maybe, maybe it is. I don't think the, the weather would, like, bother me. And I'm actually a cold weather person anyway. There's less things to do. It's less pretty. Yeah, but it's all new, right? So it's all new to me. So it, it, you can say there's less to do, but like getting getting a pizza in New York is like a new experience. Uh, you won't I be able to walk with that. that pizza because you're going to want to be in, indoors. <laughs> you're, you, the New York experience is walking with that pizza. Right, okay. <laughs> um, eating it in a park or something. But like, for example, I mean, have you ever been... To, I mean, you've probably been to London during the... When there was... It was snowing, I'm assuming, right? Um I sort of there's like there's like never snow actually okay. settling in London in central London I've never okay. seen it it does in New York City and it's like it's all brown snow and it's there's like it's like two feet of it slush you don't want and yeah you're gonna definitely uh, step in like a slushy puddle do not do it <laughs> it's come in April and May Okay, all right. You, you know what? This is really weird because we were just sort of talking about this before the podcast. And like, this is like the perfect thing because we were talking <laughs> about you coming to the UK for, for right. Worlds, for the World Championship, yeah. the Pokemon World Championships this year. And you were saying that you, you'd maybe have a temperature issue with it. Yeah, because like over there, if I'm going to come during the summer, it's going to be extremely hot if there's a heat wave like there has been lately in, in England. And they don't have AC there. And I'll, t I'll tell you what, there is nothing better than being in a heat wave and being inside a convention center true it's like absolutely burning alive melting <laughs> we're gonna be so uncomfortable at pokemon worlds but it'll be fine because we'll be together you know i want um, to be together a foot apart dude <laughs> yeah that's exactly it. You, but you know why we don't have you know why we don't have ac right i mean you, you usually don't need it you live literally no more north than some of most of canada <laughs> but, but, but i guess that. yeah but uh so our, our buildings are built to like retain heat as exactly. much as possible um but obviously that means in the middle of the summer and if there's a heat wave it's like everyone it's like doors open windows open fans on i've had to buy like a little convertible uh, convertible like run around ac thing that i can just plug in to, to for the summer because in this room with the office lights and the computers and everything it's you roast absolutely roast the problem is like what the fr when we see each other we're gonna hug for like what three minutes and what in the heat 
that's impossible, dude. And we're gonna <laughs> stick. We're gonna stick we're gonna together. Stick. <laughs> and we'll do a live podcast and we'll be right oh, next yeah, to each other. Cool. That would be cool though. We should do that. Yeah, we definitely will. Um but the thing is that I also would if I go, I plan on what well, world is one weekend. I plan on just doing a full week, maybe hanging out with you. We'll see. But we'll- the the thing the thing the thing is is like with worlds, that's almost the wrong week to do it because that's such a busy week anyway. So it's it's like so many people and it's so much socializing that by the end of worlds I'm going to I'm going to be like I need to sleep for 2 weeks. So do we Well, I was planning I was planning on hanging out before like a, coming a week before worlds and then cuz anyways sure. I would have to come back to London to leave cuz I yep. assume that's where the airport I want to go to is the thing the number one thing that I'm worrying about and this is just me this is what I worry about anytime I travel is my IBS. Um that's right, the sure. number one problem. I really kind of need to do my bathroom routines in the morning in order for me to not need the bathroom the rest of the day and if I do my day is done. I cannot I just cannot. <laughs> sure. Yeah, um, sure. If I get a hotel, I p- may just get my own room. Hopefully it's going to be right near the convention center if I need to go to the bathroom, just go to back to my room. Okay, we will we will talk full strategy off podcast and maybe maybe in the future people will be listening to a live episode of the uh, the Calm Mind podcast, which would be really cool recorded from a hotel room somewhere. I think that could be a lot of fun. Who's I mean that means you have to bring the mics. Yeah, I bring the mics. I bring the mics. Oh, okay, we work cool. it out. We got those mics. So how's your week? Good. It's been good. We've um I kind of made a big decision on a thing. Um which is that I am now I now have a new Twitch account um called oh. Birdkeeper Toby YouTuber <laughs> as kind of a little YouTuber. joke. I thought it would be quite funny because I'm in a I'm in a wrestle with Twitch at the moment where I'm a YouTuber primarily. I would lo- I enjoy live streaming on Twitch because the chat there is really lively. I think I could handle a chat two to three times the size and the perfect audience to advertise to would be my YouTube audience. And the Mm. easiest way to do that would be to multi-stream so that when I'm live, I'm live on Twitch and I'm live on YouTube and the people on YouTube watching know that if they want to interact in chat, they've got to come on over to Twitch. So you, if you want to talk to you, you talk in the Twitch chat, but you watch from YouTube, I'm confused. Yep. So if people on YouTube would see me live, they could talk on the YouTube chat and I might respond to that. And there are actually apps you can get that can merge your chats together. But then the annoying people will go to Twitch. Well, they might, but the majority won't. Like, I think I think for YouTube, the people who are going to make that jump from YouTube to Twitch are probably going to be the people I want. And the people that I don't want, I assume, will stay on YouTube. And why would you want them to be on Twitch if you don't get monetize that, I'm assuming? Well, you can with sponsorships, which is like, you know, obviously if your audience is bigger, you can do that. And I don't know how you feel about this, and I want to know, but when it comes to donations, it used to be the case that when I got a donation, like a random donation on Twitch, I'd be ecstatic. I'd be over the moon. $2, $3, $10, you know, it it didn't matter. It was like, oh my goodness, you are giving money to someone that you don't know just because you watch my video. That's really incredibly kind. And I could give that organic reaction. But the culture of Twitch and subscribing and gifting subscriptions and memberships and all these things has become such a pervasive thing that now the reaction for most streamers is, including myself, hey, oh, thank you so much for the sub, appreciate it. And it loses, it loses the organicness and the magic of that and becomes this automated process. And I, something about that is not sitting right with me. I would rather get like, one random donation to my PayPal, even yeah. if it's just like three dollars, and be like, 
That's amazing. Thank you so much. That's incredible. Versus whatever this new robotic process is. I don't like it. Something feels wrong about it. So I think the way I do it is that I always want to be genuine. I just, I'm terrible at faking anything. Yeah. So I will just try to find a thing to say about what they did, whether it be their username, the amount of money they donated, whatever, just reply to whatever thing that they said in the donation Mm -hmm. and say just in a normal way as if I'm talking to a normal person. And I I would appreciate that if a streamer did that for me. Like just, Mm. it's not about faking the reaction because we all know by now that like, if you're a big enough streamer, you are going to, the magic is going to be lost. So, I think it would it would be cooler if a streamer just talked to me like a normal person. Maybe I worded that badly in that, like, it's not like I want to be like, oh my goodness, you just gave a subscription. That's the most amazing thing in the world. It's yeah. not that. It's just that, like, there's a certain automation to the process of, like, hey, thanks for the three months. appreciate it. And it just sounds so, like been there done that don't really care there's no acknowledgement <laughs> of the fact that another human being is giving me their hard-earned money just for like no real reason they don't know me and that that's something that's really incredibly cool and kind and i want to be able to just tap into that a little bit better but i like what you're saying about find something to say about the username or the the comment or whatever and to be fair your levels of enthusiasm in general are, is already more than the average person. Like when what I are you t- talking about? Like, I I don't do what you just did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, like even when we're just talking off off the podcast, this guy's a very theatrical person. So it's like, um, so it is natural. And so whatever a step True. below, whatever a level below that is, is already still enthusiastic. I don't sure, think you'll sure. ever be less enthusiastic than the average streamer. So I don't think that's a thing you should worry about. Uh, yeah, it's not so much about how it appears so much as it is about how it feels. How it feels. I, I think, mean, you know... You're getting just, money. Feel good about that. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, yeah, and I am. I'm incredibly grateful. I just feel that, like, uh, maybe it is about how it appears. I feel as if it's not coming across that I am. It is. But I am. It is. And it I, is. I, I it want is coming across, to know that. If that's you know? what you're worried about. It is okay. coming across. I know that yeah. for sure. Speaking of creators and Twitch streamers and an event that I literally just paid to watch uh did you hear about the create creator clash i watched the creator clash you watched creator class yeah oh my god that's awesome well here's what's funny is that we've talked about like other youtubers and streamers a bunch and i've found out that toby really doesn't know a lot of them at least the ones yeah i mean a lot of the even the famous ones um and i've over the last year and or so have kind of formed parasocial relationships with a lot of these through like usually like YouTube clips and like or any like big event sure. uh, stream that they host. I don't usually tune into like just individual streams, you know, because I'm a busy guy. But um, I t- I'm kind of addicted to like, just watching clips of all these uh, streamers. Um, all of like any anybody from like the OTK group, OTV. Uh, I watch their a lot of their videos. Ludwig's group, Samasan. Uh, uh-huh. Um, but I don't I don't know. 90% of what you just said is just blah, 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 <laughs> well for example do you know do you know Ludwig right I've heard of Ludwig I've oh, seen going- Ludwig I could if, if you put him in a lineup I could probably go that's Ludwig but other you, than that you definitely you know, know Moist Critical right uh, I've heard the name because he's also mostly a YouTuber too like so that's He's like one of the biggest YouTubers as well. I'm going to I'm gonna Google him and look at his face. So, um, well, this is kind I of proving my point that like, that's why it's so surprising that you did watch Creator Clash because for me, every single fight, except for t- like two, 
like the only one that I didn't really care about as much, but it turned out to be an amazing fight was AB versus the AB fight. Um, because I do, t- I was a big fan of H3. Right. Um, but, uh, but every single fight, there was at least one person, sometimes two, uh, you know, both of them that I was a huge fan of. I'm a big super mega fan. Okay. I'm a big Game Grumps fan. I'm, I love iDubs. I, lo- I love Michael Reeves. Um, like, I, it, so, internet uh, comment you, etiquette, I'm a, I'm a fan of too. Like, you're, you're right to be surprised because I was not planning on watching it. It yeah. was just there were people in the room who were like, this is going on tonight. Oh. And, and obviously, I know it's a big deal in the world of content creation in general. And I was like, okay, let's put it on. I knew like two or three people who were there. I've just Googled Moist Crystal, by the way. I looked at his face. I've seen his face. He's, I've heard the name. He's, Could he's not tell mean. you. Like, he's probably the most famous like YouTuber that is also a streamer. Like I, I would not be able to tell you that's Moist Critical. Other than Valkyrie. But, I like, I, I know the name and I know the face, but I wouldn't be able to tell you that's that or that's what that person You is. definitely but, know no, the, the I, Yeah, Baby memes. Yeah, Baby! No, not that. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. You don't know the Yeah, Baby memes. No, I don't know. I don't know the Yeah, Baby memes. I, I mean, it's already old by now, but it's still, like, a thing that a lot... Like, at least a person who knows about meme culture definitely knows about. What's, what's the Yeah, Baby meme? It's literally just a clip from him and that that clip is a meme. <laughs> like, and oh, okay. People try to emulate it. There's, like, uh, different, like ethnicities and races and religions and just that like moist cri- critical like black moist critical asian moist critical <laughs> jewish mo- moist critical female moist critical like they all just try to emulate his because vo- he has a very unique voice he's very famous for also just how um eloquent he is he can literally talk okay. for forever use a billion synonyms and like he is like he's a living thesaurus um and like he just knows how to just pull out like uh sayings and euphemisms and uh uh, and phrases that like oh, I don't know where it comes from. So he's, for example, he was one of the the commentators uh, in that. Like he was only oh, right. Okay. He, like, there were three commentators. There were like two who I'm assuming were are boxing commentators uh, or sports commentators. And then uh, and then along with them was Moist because he actually knows all these streamers and knows about streaming culture and, and is a famous YouTube YouTuber. Right. And then the guy who was uh, who was um, giving the interviews in the locker room. That's S Fan part of OTK very famous uh, uh, streamer very funny like they they did a really good job of like picking the different um, commentators and also like the people who have like the people the roles of each person like for example uh, do you know who Chills is? No. So Chills is the f- uh, number 15 uh, mm. Burger King foot lettuce that yeah, guy yeah 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 so he was the one doing the interviews um, he was the one on the in the ring he was the one doing the interviews oh, in the okay. ring after they win the um like it's it, it's funny but also works like they it, it um like he did, they all did a good job there was no like uh, yeah the, it was a really well handled and really uh, well organized um, event like for example even like the females that they, like the the first ever female boxing um mm-hmm. event was there between Minx and, and Haley Minx perfect person to choose I love Justin Minx she is so hilarious and 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 but also like a huge woman relatively um while for example even though like the person that they, she fought against Haley was like s- relatively smaller she did an amazing job that was one of the best fights of the night the the, the ladies fight i actually uh, missed that one so oh. i only i, I missed uh, I, I only saw the last three fights because we were watching eurovision oh okay well those are the it, best because that was on and then oh yeah usually i do watch that, eurovision by the way as um, that ended we tuned in and so it was like i think it. the michael reeves fight was the first <sighs> fight that we saw so the- and that was a fun fight like it was i i don't care about boxing i don't know half these youtubers like i think the one i'm most familiar with is dr mike i've maybe seen a dozen of his videos have everyone you, else have I've you maybe watched seen- the video 
like once one wow. one idub I have seen an idubs uh, content cop I've seen an after like and like way after people were like you need to be watching idubs whatever like I, I don't think it was even till last year I saw like an idubs video and then I I watched I've watched a Michael Reeves video and I know Ooh. Harley from Epic Meal Time yeah. only from his appearance in Video Game High School so Ooh. I've never even watched an Epic Meal Time really? video I haven't watched yeah. an Epic Meal Time video but he's like an OG YouTuber so yeah I'm, he's I'm an OG just a YouTuber fan of YouTube culture I guess and, and that's really oh and I know Graham Stefan I've watched like a dozen of his videos as well <laughs> that's um, hilarious but that's it that's like the lot I've not. I don't know anyone else. You've definitely watched a couple Ego Raptor animations, though, right? Probably, like the Pokemon Ego Raptor at least uh, video. Uh, yes, yes, I have um, seen that. I have seen that. Yeah. So Aaron, I guess, like Aaron again. That was the most unfair fight. But Aaron again, every a lot, almost every person that lost still has like major respect. Everybody's respecting yeah, yeah, yeah. him. For example, so I'm a big fan of Super Mega, and um, the first two fights were Super Mega. So it was Matt versus Dad. Matt is uh, Matt from Super Mega, and it was the shortest one. It was 22 seconds, dude. Yeah, it was I heard crazy. about that. It was hilarious. But then, for example, uh, Ryan was the next fight. Ryan versus uh, Alex. And that was the only fight other than the final fight that didn't have a TKO, that it lasted all full five rounds. And it was literally because Ryan is just such a trooper. Literally, the did not give up. Probably the, the number one person that I respect that night, not only because I already respected him a lot, but because like I just found a newfound respect. Like Now I just... I mean, I, the problem is that it's a parasocial relationship. Honestly, I really yeah. love the guy. <laughs> but it's like, you can't help but seeing a guy who you love. For example, my brother watched it with me, and he's also a big fan of uh, a lot of these people, and he's a big fan of Super Mega too. And he was watching, he was he was tearing up because he's like, I, he's, we're watching a, a person that we like getting beat up and like bleeding, and but he's still just going at it like an uh. anime protagonist. And it was just so inspiring. <laughs> my, um, but yeah. It's such an odd thing because like, I'm not into boxing like at all the idea of watching people beat each other up for entertainment that like on on paper that does not appeal to me at all and i watched the logan paul fight back in the day yeah and like it scratched a little bit of an itch where i was like haha it's so funny to see these guys that i don't really like hitting each other but like really i didn't really enjoy it in any meaningful sense. So here's sense. what the enjoyable thing was. It's but I enjoyed watch, it here. When you watch, I mean, you probably even though you don't don't really care about these people. Be- for example, because there, there was really good like t- I guess stories, and there was really good. Yeah, like exactly. the the thing I really like, the thing that won me over hugely was at the end of Harley's fight. The second it was over, he grabs his opponent, gives him a big hug, and checks if he's okay. Exactly. And I just thought that was the nicest thing. I was like, that's so good. Because also, because like Harley's a big dude, yeah. and like, I think there was a, a notable difference there. And I like, I think you know, Harley knows what the, what the situation is. And so when they get into that fight, and he's like, just saying, hey, you know, I hope you're okay. like, are we good? Like, I liked that. That was nice. So that was pretty much every fight. Every fight was exactly yeah. like that. And that's why it was so sweet. Um, but I think, at least for me, it really was like watching characters that you know in like an anime battle. Honestly, like it, it, you, it was emotional because I know these people or care about them. While if it was like Logan versus KSI, I literally don't mm. care about them. I mean, I yep. know them as like they're very famous people, and it's funny to see people you don't do you don't really like that much, fight, you know, get beat up. Mm. But it's also like. I'm not going to cry over it <laughs> while I almost teared up for Ryan. <laughs> even yeah. Aaron, Aaron, even Aaron, I'm like, dude, that's my boy like that. I don't want it. Like he yeah, really yeah. looks like he's uh, having a, hard, a tough time. And that's the thing that I think makes or, it really sorry, tough for them Or as for well. example, the opposite where like Michael is like, I love this guy. This guy has like crazy energy. Yeah. I knew that he was going to be this entertaining and he's fulfilling that exact, exactly what I wanted him to do. 
I, I, that's the other nice thing there is that I think with with characters like Logan Paul and KSI, you just assume that they actually do want to like hit each other a bunch. True. Whereas I think I think here. And that they're reveling in that. Whereas here, these guys know they're there to put on a show for charity and they want to do good. They want to put on a good show, but they also don't want to actually, like, hurt the other person in some meaningfully big way. Like, only what the other person's trained for and prepared for. And I think that that means something as well. I think that's, like, adds to the um, emotional side of the fight because these guys are friends. And because of that, there's also more pressure because you they still want to win and, and put on a good show for charity. So they're really trying to beat up the person that they actually are on good terms with. And also the fact that they're not yeah. making any money from this is even more amazing because they're putting their bodies on the line for charity. It's it's just, you can't you have to respect every single person that was in this 100%. event. 100%. 100%. It was beautiful. No, I, I thought it was great. Um, I'm glad you brought that up actually because I've forgotten about that. And actually that's a... It's a. It was a really cool thing. Of course, the question is, um, you know, poker tuber boxing when? <laughs> None of us could do any. I of that. cannot imagine. I'm not doing the training, and I'm not punching you. <laughs> I'm trying to think of one person that could do that. Who is the buffest poker tuber? I feel like MNJ is quite buff. I feel like he yeah. would knock me out. I, I feel yeah, like he's we got about put, it. Like we have to pick people who are kind of similar. Like who's similar to me? I'm in height and weight. I don't know. I literally. Don't know the nights of anybody. I don't, I, I don't know. I'd take you on in a fight. I don't know that I'd win. What, I could. I think I could just about. Do you know? No, you're definitely heavier than me. <laughs> That's not an insult. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean you're not wrong. Because <laughs> um, it really does seem like weight and height. Yeah, obviously but makes it, a it, no, clearly makes a difference. Clearly makes a difference. Do you know your um, height in uh, feet? I do exactly. I'm five foot. Um, I'm five foot eight, and we oh, wow. just measured this today. Eight. I'm five foot eight too. Oh, that's so wild. I literally okay. know this because we literally just measured it today at the gym. Then he was like, we're going to check that you're... But I am, I'm, I'm, I've got a wider frame and yeah. then yeah, the, the, the hair gives me, extends my height further. Also gives you cushioning. Be. Some good cushioning from the blows. Protection. I got padding around. Um, I got a lot of padding going on, but Apparently I Apparently that's it. another reason why Harley <laughs> was winning because he yeah. has the huge beard. <laughs> I, I guess that makes sense. I mean, it's just another, it's uh, you know, reason, but it's diffuser, uh, but... Two yeah. percent of the reason. Um, wow! I really, I, I, I couldn't of... do it. I couldn't do it. I, I, I don't think I could. It's not that I wouldn't be willing to get punched. It's that I wouldn't want to. I don't know that I could punch my friends. I don't. I'd cry. I'd yeah, cry. I'd be. That's it. It'd be an awful show. I, just, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you. I literally don't know how, and nobody in the creator class cried. Yeah. I guess they got the adrenaline to focus on. They got the show. They probably had a lot of time to reconcile Definitely. it, I guess, you know, pre-show. Uh, but I, I, I really thought it was great. Um, and I just, yeah, big respect to the people involved. Um, I think it, it really felt like us gathered around the TV to watch that. It really felt like an event. And I, I thought it was great. Okay, so if anybody knows a 5'8", uh, around 150 pounds per, uh, poker tuber, let me know. I'll see what I can do about punching them in the face. You know, you know how people do that. They do the call outs. They're like, you know, he's like, Doc, Doctor Disrespect, I'm talking to you. You're just like yeah. vague five foot eight YouTuber. I'm talking to you. <laughs> I challenge Hi. you, vague YouTuber. I just wanna, just wanna give you a little slap. <laughs> Amazing. Do you know who I want to fight? Uh, sorry. <laughs> I want. I don't want to fight Makuhita. <laughs> it's it's hilarious how the last five episodes. 
or basically literally every episode of this podcast we've generated below average you know in terms of popularity pokemon we did have not generated a pop of pokemon it would be cool if we did that today it would be nice it'd be good for the thumbnail be, i feel <laughs> like these pokemon would have been really mid going and the generated pokemon is dude this will be hilarious if it's like literally semi-poor let's go it's not okay. semi-poor. It's a goofy Pokemon, but it's not like unpopular or anything, but it's not a popular Pokemon. <laughs> it's Whiskash. It's oh! just another goofy Pokemon. That's so mid-tier. Oh, oh my man. god. What's going on? This this it, this bot generator does not want us to do well. Like, give us a Charizard. Give us a Mewtwo. Give us some, something to put in a thumbnail, you know? Hey, <laughs> give us a latest gen... Like, give us a Calyrex so we can work with it. A Whiskash! <laughs> I want a sprigatito. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like Wishcash. I like. Yeah. I'm, very I'm a big fan of the uh, the water ground Pokemon. Um, I don't know why True. it's a it's a quad weakness, but I I really like. I think all of them pretty consistently across the board. As a kid, did you think it was electric type because of the W on it or whatever? <laughs> I did not. Really, I, I did, did not think that. Did you? Yeah. Um, what's funny is that I think that is like a common like a motif in. Uh, in uh, Japan, at least, uh, electric catfish, because in Splatoon, there is literally a character that looks like Whiskash. It's like this giant catfish. And it also has, I think, a scar like that. I I definitely know scarring on big big sea life is definitely in uh, Japanese... Mo- you know, culture and motifs. I definitely feel like I've seen things like that. Like even Garchomp, yeah. who is just vaguely shark- uh, shark-like, has marks on him. Like every big sea creature has marks because of either over <laughs> hunting from humans, because uh-huh. um, it's you know whaling and <laughs> dolphining. Yeah, is a yeah, big industry there. But uh, also, I apparently, you know how they've found sperm whales with giant scars on them. What? And it wasn't from, you know, humans. It was from giant squids. Yeah, that makes sense. That's like the it's crazy. The classic enemies is <laughs> the giant squid versus the sperm whale. That makes sense. They got the beaks. They're sharp. Definitely why I have uh, thalassophobia, the fear of the deep ocean. Do you have that? I think I do. I think I do. I think there's a... I, I remember being on holiday somewhere, yeah. maybe in Cyprus, and we're at a beach, and we're, like, snorkeling, and, you know, I've got my head down in the water, and I can see the bottom, I can see the floor, I can see that, you know, and we're not, we're in the shallows, and then there's that sort of drop-off point where it's just, like, endless. Oh, and yeah, like, that is... Oh. I hate everything about this, I need to get back, I need to be away from this, whatever this is. Yeah, I can't do, I can't do that. That is that imagery of the that drop to darkness yeah. is not what I like to see. And it's the, I have a pool, right? At least my parents have a pool, right? And so I've been, been in there every summer. And if I just like close my eyes when nobody's there, like if I go to my, the pool by myself, I literally feel like I'm in the open ocean and I just terrify myself. Whoa. Have you, did you as a kid ever do the thing where you'd imagine there's like sharks in a pool? Like, like you'd actually imagine that like, there's a real shark could just show up in a pool and what would you do i've imagined everything in a pool because i'm always just trying to find a game to play in the pool like like i love creating games <laughs> that yeah. like imitate like video games in real life for example as a kid i was always i would always play like real life pokemon with my brother just like yeah you know, pick a pokemon and just fight um with our bodies <gasps> wait how did you wait hang on how did you, i want to know if we did it the same 
How did you do it? How did we, what, pick a Pokemon or how did we fight? How did you fight? You literally just like pretend like you're doing the moves of the Pokemon. Yes! 100%! No, I did this nice. all the time! This is how, this is like most of my playtimes is like, go, Snorlax! Snorlax! Exactly. Use Hyper Beam! And then like putting my hands in front of me, rah, you know, that's 100%. And you just sort of decide who the winner is. It's always the older sibling. <laughs> I, yeah. I, so yeah. I always kind of, I won like 90% of the time. But it's cool, it's, it's even cooler when you do like a whole roster. Like, we would do, like, what? Like, so, like, it's, it's always fun to be like, okay, okay, I'm fainted. Let me send in my next Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just me again. Um, uh, surprise. And it's just, uh, like, I would always pick, like, I guess, Pokemon that actually are physical attackers is more fun, I guess. Like, we definitely yeah. did a lot of Blaziken. Um, just a lot of kicking. But a, lot of, a lot of Leaf Blade, too, from Septile. It's an excuse to kick each other. You know, the weirdest way I ever did it, like, with was to then doing Yu-Gi-Oh! Because Yu-Gi-Oh! is the card game, true, right? True, yeah. So I'd stand there with an imaginary dual disc on my arm and an imaginary deck <laughs> and draw cards and be like, imaginary cards and decide what they are as I'm playing them. And the other kid just went along with it. Oh, we, and we were just so that, cool with it. That would be fun to have, like, a four-on-four, four, like... Where one person is the dueler and one is the card. The, the card. <laughs> and you, you you should switch every card, obviously. Uh, just yeah. So it's fair. But, um, and then it's easier with, I guess, Yu-Gi-Oh! Because it's like more like, at least in real life, it would be more uh, turn-based. Um, yeah. So, and you just have to like just run, run up to the person, slap him in the face, and then go back to your, t- <laughs> go back. Um, while in Pokemon, it's like, like I'm just grappling my brother. I wish Grapplocked was a thing back then. Um, yeah. That would have been a good one to do. Um, but it is always fun to like to break out the like hyper beams and like the, yeah yeah the, like the earthquake. I don't know what I did for earthquake. I think I I would literally pretend like I'm like jumping on, on the jumping ground. on the earth and shaking it. And yeah. I would go up to my brother and shake him like so just like take I, him I, and shake I, him. I gotta know. I gotta know. How did you how did you faint? How did you decide that it was you were fainted? Okay, so it's either that's like clearly visible that the person did not like the attack the previous attack. Like oh like 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 almost to the point where you're gonna call the parents or. We would be like, okay, you really, you clearly just did a very powerful attack, like a hyper beam or whatever. And yeah. either I'll be like, oh no, I, I held on with one HP, <laughs> or yeah. I'll be like, okay, I'll allow it just so we can, just so we can. I, I'm probably bored of the Pokemon that I'm using. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, yeah. I want to want to use a ice beam now. Um, you, you end up in a situation like I, I feel like we used to do it. We'd like ro- not drop to the floor, but like go limp sort of at the waist and you'd sort of like fall, keel over and like, blah, I'm dead. Yeah. Uh, like, How else are you going <laughs> to pretend faint? I guess, I guess. I just feel, I, I like to imagine the teacher perspective on that, on the playground, like watching the kids doing Ooh, that, just yeah. thinking, what are they up to? But they know because they did it. They did it as well, I assume. The best place to do it in my house was um, in the basement because it's more open and there's we actually have carpet there. Um, yeah. so, oh, we would put like music in the background and we would, sometimes we would like print out like uh, in PowerPoint or, uh, or Microsoft Word, we would make like a chart of our team with the, with the moves and everything uh-huh. and bring that to the fight. Obviously my brother did not enjoy it as much as me because sure. he was younger. He was getting beat up more, but, um, and I wish it would have been really cool if we were like even, and then we, we would probably do it way more. Cause I would always have to like be, I would kind of have to beg him to do it. <laughs> um, sure. Let's play Pokemon. Let's play Pokemon. You just want to hit me. I don't want to hit you. Let's play Pokemon. <laughs> um, it's always cool when also like you're, we'll talk about this in the, in the, in the, in the, in the final segment. We're going to continue yeah. our upbringing yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about our siblings. Like my siblings actually like, you know, are huge Pokemon fans just like me. So they know what they're doing. They're not just like spamming flamethrower mm. from a Charizard. 
Um, what's also cool is that at least for me, I also had a lot of fake mon that I created myself as a kid. Cool. So I would, I'd say what, 20% of these fights, we did like fake mon fights. That was Whoa. really fun. Um, oh, yeah, that, those were the times. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. I, I, I want to go back because you were telling about like coming up with games and like you know playing games in the pool and it reminded True. me of one that we used to play which is a game of shark which is so you've got one person who's basically it as if it's like tag or whatever okay. and their their eyes are closed and if this only really works in a small pool or a small area of pool but then you've got like four or five friends who are going around as quietly as they can in the pool trying uh. not to make too much noise and then the idea is to you make a splash noise the shark like leaps towards you and they, they've got to try and tag you while blind effectively just using the sound to like to uh. get you and that was like a I feel like we did that a lot on holiday. Or failing that, if you've got a circular pool, just creating a whirlpool. Me oh, and my brother yeah. used to do that all the time. We so still, cool. We still do that. Yeah. Still do that. 100%. <laughs> um, I mean, we don't have a circular pool. We have like a rectangular pool and it still works, I guess. It's really, and then it creates a current and you just, uh, to anybody who hasn't done it, you, like you literally just spin around the pool for like five minutes. It creates a current and then you're basically dragged by the water without doing anything. And it's like as if you're in a lazy uh, river. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really cool. And it's it's cool when you do it like in, in like summer camp with like 20 people. Oh my God, that gets wild. Like if people oh, are drowning. That's awesome. Oh, it's so fun. <laughs> that's not something we have in the... I mean, I, maybe we do have it in the UK. I don't know. I never went to like a summer camp, but I, I feel haven't. like that's a like a quintessential part of the American experience. No, so yeah, it probably is. Everybody is familiar at least with it. I haven't gone to like a sleepaway camp or anything like that. Um, I've gone to like day camp. I wouldn't be able to stay in a cabin for more than a, a day because of my <laughs> arachnophobia and just the, sure. the need to just be clean. And also, it's, it's mostly like what sports. That's what you're doing most of the time, right? I would right, enjoy okay. that. While, for example, a day camp, you're going on a lot of uh, trips, a lot of like games that are like not dirty. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and you're also not always going to the pool. Like I, I don't like going to like public pools or I like heated pools <laughs> that are um, clean. Uh, sure, sure, sure. So and in a, in a day camp, you barely go to the pool. Well, I'm assuming you go, you probably just swim in the river, <laughs> in a lake, in a, in a, in, a, in a sleepaway camp, uh, which I, I would not be able to do. Oh, that sounds like so much fun. I wouldn't have enjoyed it as a kid, but like I, I'd enjoy that now. I want to. We should do a again. We do YouTuber boxing, and then we'll do YouTuber sleepaway camp, and we'll get everyone yeah, we'll together. Do, that's just camping. <laughs> I, I, I get. I mean, when you put it like that, it now sounds really boring. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll, if well, I want that, the American experience, Ron. A lot of streamers do that. For example, okay, so I'm a big fan of also like uh, Cutie Cinderella. She's the girlfriend of Ludwig. Another, she's as funny as Ludwig. She's like, she deserves the fame that she's starting to get. She's very good at creating events. She, for example, she was the one who uh, did uh, uh, the streamer award. She's the one who put that together. Cool, 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 cool. That that, that was an amazing event. And so she's just really good at making events. And some of them she does like... uh, these just camps of uh, they, they she brings the, the 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 streamers and they do a lot of activities. She oh, they did a girls trip. It was um, it was I watched the first night of it. It was amazing. But then one of them got COVID and they had to cancel it. This whole oh, no. event that she was planning for months. It was amazing. Um, it, it was gonna be so funny. Just girl streamers and, and YouTubers. Like, I mean, they're all streamers, but um, some of them you know have YouTube channels too. Yeah. But uh. <sighs> It's sad. It's sad when you you create these events and then things go wrong. That's why I would not have the courage to 
make an event like this. But it would be cool if we did like a Poketuber event, something like that, where we just come together, do Pokemon related challenges in like uh, in the woods or something, or just in yeah, a normal city. Where you would. But uh, it's that would be impossible because. At least for streamers, a lot of them kind of live around each other. They all live in either Texas yeah. or California, while there's no Poketuber city. Um, no, sure, um, sure. I mean, we have yeah, we have Poketon. Yeah. Poketon, I think we should start... We're going to go back to uh, real-life live-action Poketon where we're all together. Um, yeah. Do you know if you're going to be able to do that? Yeah, well, I, I got a message about it, and I'm, I would love to do it. I would love to do it. But there was talks about dates, and some of the dates sounded a little bit close to Scarlet and Violet for They're my all. liking. Yeah. And, and I, I, I was like, there's just no way. Like, so, for me, that time of year is just so busy. Exactly. I just can't. They may make it a little later than we thought. They may put it in uh, because it, that is a common problem for all of us. I don't know why they decide to yeah. always do it literally a few weeks after the release of a new generation. Um, they literally did that last year, like the release of Sword and Shield. We had Pokathon a, a few weeks after yeah. that. Um, and they may, it, how does like mid January sound to you? Way better. Like, so I can work with that. The, make, the sure idea of a, uh, make sure you yeah, told them. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I have. Um, I'll double check that I have. But the idea of like doing. Scarlet and Violet in say like even October November and then in December doing it sounds like ah I don't know but the idea of like okay January is there's time I can get to the new year and go out and do it I would genuinely if even if it was just for Pokathon in a heartbeat for anybody who doesn't know what Pokathon is because <laughs> it would be definitely cool if we could advertise it is every year Poketubers and streamers come together and just play a lot of Pokemon related uh, games and events uh, for charity uh, yeah, I've been on it for what three mo- years in a row. Toby's been on it what two, two, two I think. Yeah, um, literally amazing event. Make sure to always like follow us on Twitter and stuff like that, so you know when those happen. It's 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 a thing I look forward to every year, especially as even as a as a socially anxious person like me. Uh, mm. It definitely takes. It's I'm always nervous around that time, um, but it's always worth it in the end. Very. It cool. was. A lot of fun when we did it. And it, it's such a nice chance for us to come together and all do something like objectively good. Because I think it's hard to. We, we make videos about Pokemon, you know? So it's like, it's kind of hard to find deep, deep value <laughs> in necessarily what we're doing. And then it's like, oh, cool, we're all going to come together for a weekend, raise a ton of money for charity and do this. Like, that's actually a really rewarding experience. You know, it's really, um, it's nice hearing you talking about, um, all the things that you did as a kid and like your experiences as a kid. I think that probably segues us really nicely onto the final topic, which we wanted to follow up on, on sort of last week a little bit, right? Yeah. So last week, if you didn't watch it, we were talked about our upbringing, specifically our parents, because it really does tell you a lot about our perspective, <laughs> our current perspective, because mm. it literally stems from how we were brought up. Um, but now I think we should go a little quicker and talk about our siblings, our school environment, Siblings, friends, and school. Oh, yeah. Friends, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's always how they... So, I actually... You should tell me, because I don't know... I know that you have siblings. You've got older yeah. and younger. Is that right? Nope. I'm the oldest. Um, you're, the old, you're the oldest. I yeah. have a younger brother and a younger sister. My brother is four years younger than me. My sister is almost nine years younger than me. Wow. Um, I think this is definitely different from what I've hear, heard about your dynamic, where, which is the fact that they all kind of have my interests... And that happens usually when, mm. you know, the the older brother kind of imprints the interest onto the other people. It's it's really interesting how it evolved and, di- and diverged from my interests. For example, 
like I definitely I'm not a gamer, but I play video games as a kid, right? Um, I a lot of Pokemon, a lot of you know, a lot of Nintendo, Mario, and then my brother kind of latched on to that and became just like a gamer, gamer. Like I barely play any video games. My brother plays it every every day, some kind of mm. video game, um, and that's part of his identity and that stems technically from my interest but by now it's not (laughs) it's like um while for example my sister uh i'm a huge fan of anime um and my sister by now has watched more anime than me because she's a teenager (laughs) and has more time to watch anime because and i've discovered anime as a a, i mean i knew about anime before i was an adult but i only started watching it once i started I, i started college and what's cool is that both of my siblings are huge pokemon fans huge anime fans love you know video game culture um and i'm grateful for that honestly it's so cool so they must you you think they really they must like what you do and they're you know share an interest in that i think it's really cool yeah um i think both of my sisters uh my both my sister (laughs) my sister and my brother (laughs) um uh dunk (laughs) dunk on my brother (laughs) um they definitely have more not addicting addicted personalities, but they're the things that they love. They just like do it every day or yeah. do a lot of it. For example, um, my sister, like both of them are. They love they love binging. I do not like binging anime. Um, oh, okay. While my brother and sister, whenever they watch an anime, they binge it, and that's one reason why my my sister has watched so much anime by now. Um, but also, for example, my brother just when he plays a game he wants to finish it not so more now not so more so much nowadays because he i guess this is talking about our siblings my brother is a very social person has what 10 times more friends than the average person even um like because he has like 50 work friends he has like 30 friends throughout his life (laughs) and um and he has this group of friends uh of like really close like five six friends that he literally talks to every night um, hangs out on Discord, playing video games. Like he really was lucky that he found like this group of uh, people in high school that all have the same interests, and they just oh, amazing. And he also like ha- has f- a pool of friends from each friend too. Social butterfly. Yeah, he's a social butterfly. That's not what I was looking for, but uh, yeah, uh, he that's definitely he's called himself a social butterfly because apparently people have called him a social butterfly. So that's my brother. If you're asking what my brother is as a person, he also has OCD. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all of us have some kind of anxiety disorder. It my- sounds like I'd get on with like your 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 siblings like in general like a lot. Yeah, um, yeah, they definitely. W- I mean. They love you already. Like my sister Aww. watches you, and my Aww. brother. Oh, definitely you did mention. You I, I didn't know if I'd imagine that you did say that. Oh, yeah, cool. true. Well, I'll come hang out. I'll come hang out with everyone, and um, then we'll all we'll all hang out together. Would you hang out? Would you like hang out with your with your siblings? I did, but again, for example, my brother is now just like always just busy, sure. with friends or work. Um, uh, and my sister. I mean, I'm, I, like I actually do hang out with my sister more than my brother technically nowadays. Uh, even though you know, as a kid, I definitely hung out with my brother more, but um, sure. but it's not like we hang out, um, like you know, I mean, no, we do. Never mind. I technically hang out with them more than my actual friends, um, but because like we'll go to the movies, I'll go to the movies with my brother and sister because they have the same interests. Like they love the MCU, they sure, love, like, sure. they, they'll watch the Sonic movie with me. Like my brother watched the Sonic movie twice. He watched it with his friend group and then with my <laughs> with me and my my sister. Oh, great! Um, uh, the second one at least, um, but. Uh, it's uh yeah so yeah we definitely do hang out uh, a lot um not like just hanging out like you know going to dinner or something like that or just like playing a video game but 
it's usually if there's an actual event or thing that we need to go to and we all have interest in that we'll go together uh, and what do you what do they like do slash sort of want to do with you know with um, the future in the future so my brother he studied um marketing you sound quite unsure and he might be listening to he's this he's not gonna even use this anymore because uh-huh. he now works at the Apple store. Oh, cool. Which is apparently like a dream job. It's like he loves it. like, And he has room for like like going up the Scaling corporate up, ladder. Yeah. Um, and so apparently that's his future. Being like a high-ranking Apple employee. Or something well, he might like work in marketing at Apple eventually. But that, he's not, you know that's I mean? not what he's doing. Like He's not doing no, sure. advertisements for Apple or anything. He's literally just in the Apple store. Um, and from, but he's also like apparently the best in his in his store. Like out of oh, like great. fifty people, he's the one that, for example, there was like a competitive like a hundred people vying for a job, and he kind of technically got it. I um, feel like that this is screaming. Um, this is screaming. Uh, I don't know what the word is. Like reference to your brother because you've just said like he's a social butterfly, and then you've told me that he's like the best guy in the Apple store, and like the Apple store is like famously like they're all ultra social and they're all like hey you need yeah. any help well you just let me know my name's been david and i've been here today at apple and it's like i'm just like your brother is clearly some kind of social aficionado that like just gets charisma yeah the, yeah 20 charisma points but what's yeah. funny is that it is a running joke because my brother always just comes home with some kind of like story about just how awesome his day was like how everybody clapped at work for him or something like that (laughs) one time in high school like apparently during in music class everybody like they had like an exercise where they had to like stay on beat and for some reason he was the only one that was able to clap on beat or something even though like it seems like a normal thing and then everybody was in awe so now it's like Oh, like my brother's the best at clapping. <laughs> every every like every small thing that he tries, he'll be able to succeed, and like and everybody will play, play praise him for. Not in real life, but like that's just the running joke. Um, well, my sister, on the other other hand, well, again, this really is related to, for example, my brother really does have OCD, like actual obsessive compulsive disorder that he developed. I mean, maybe at a different time we'll tell actual stories about our siblings. Right now, it's just who they are. Um, yeah. But uh, so I'll tell, talk about maybe if he's comfortable how he got that uh, OCD because it's are we doing names? I real I realize that you haven't actually and I haven't shared my brother's name or anything. But are we doing names? Yeah, I don't know. They yeah, want to stay under the radar. I'll do a name. I'll do names. Like, yeah, he's been on my it. channel and my sister was about to be on my channel one time, but then I scrapped that video. Um, cause she was very young at the time. That was like the first year of my channel, and right. she just it was not entertaining. But uh, yeah, Daniel is my brother, and cool. He basically. So he has OCD. My sister, Rose, she has just general anxiety disorder and I have social anxiety disorder. So somehow along the line, we've developed uh, anxiety disorders, um, all for completely different reasons. Um, right. Uh, again, maybe one day we'll talk about just development of these disorders. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, while my parents, they have no anxiety disorders. Um, although obviously like the mother has classic, like just maternal anxiety. Um, mm-hmm. And she may have ADD. That's a thing that we always talk about, but she probably doesn't. But I guess it really maybe is the internet age. I think at least I know that me and my brother, the reasons we have our anxiety disorders are, it's definitely the internet. (laughs) It's it's like 50% of that. Um, But uh, yeah, my sister is definitely way less social, but not as social. She's socially anxious because she just is anxious about everything. 
but not as socially anxious as I am. So because of that, <laughs> she def- still has, she's formed a friend group, which is cool because it's like, it's an online friend group. I mean, it's people that are from the area that she hangs out with, but they're not from the same school. They all just talk uh, every night, play Genshin Impact or something like that, or any video game, watch anime, they'll have the same interests, um, which is re- crazy to me because that's not a thing that happened. That's not a thing that we could do at least when I was young. No, 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 for sure. And I mean, like, I, Phoebe does that, right? She'll play uh, She'll play games all night. She's got her Discord server. She's got her friends really? in there. I and don't like, do that even now. <laughs> so, I don't do that now. I, I wish I did. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, she's like, I'm playing Overwatch. I'm like, yeah, I'm working, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working. <laughs> what am I not? But, <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's my, she wants to be a, she, her hobby is baking. <laughs> her hobby is, cool. Also, like her interests are the same as mine. Um, yeah, so, we're definitely gonna get on. I'm, I'm really excited to meet your siblings now. Um, she wants to be a, a pastry chef one day, but I, we've already like drilled into her that that's kind of that's a hard job to 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 be successful at. You know, don't crush her uh, dreams. I, I'm trying to find don't a way to make it seem her. like we didn't crush her dreams, but it's like it's not like we. Cr- it's just like the classic. You know, the parents are obviously gonna tell her to not. Well, you start, you get practice. She likes baking, she'll bake a bunch and then she'll be right. better at everyone else than baking and she'll bake some more. Yep. Some people, some people are skilled and have that kind of intuition and then other people, and, and talented, sorry, some people are talented and have that intuition and other people are skilled, right? They develop that over a long time and obviously, if you can have both, that's great and if you can be naturally gifted or talented at something, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But I am fully of the belief that someone can become skilled if they just train hard enough and for long enough and they might have more of an uphill battle but like can definitely make a name for themselves so i don't know i'm just saying this to rose live your pastry dreams <laughs> she she listens to the podcast by the way <laughs> cool good yeah no listen listen to listen to toby ignore ignore naysayer ron <laughs> it's funny because we're talking about as if she's like about to enter college she's still in high school <laughs> she sure, has sure. time to even think about it and even oh, yeah, like all you said the time grow in, the world. in her baking skills she's she's already yeah, yeah. good it's just yeah hope. I think you, you uh, there are, like I definitely when I was that age uh, moving into like college and then university my thoughts about how life was gonna go is very different to obviously like how it actually has has gone and like True. what the hopes were and that kind of thing um and definitely had different views about the things that i wanted to do growing up it's funny because my life is kind of the not the opposite but like a a circle where originally as a kid i'm like yeah i'll be a youtuber and i tried being a youtuber as at age like 13 that didn't end up i'm like okay now let me be serious let me be an animator even though that's always like that's a dream job not like a serious job uh-huh. And then I'm like, okay, wow, I'm actually going through the path. I'm going through school. I get, I got my degree in 3D animation. And then I'm back to YouTube where I go, oh, hey, that now I'm more successful as a YouTuber than I would ever be as like an animator. Like uh, even, uh, even monetarily, monetarily, like I, like there's no reason to at least be an animator, at least money wise, because I'm kind of making more than, <laughs> than an animator right now. But, um, but, uh, also I'm at least for the last two, two years, I also found like series that I'm very fulfilled in. Um, so it's like, it's funny because I'm back to the dream job, but the dream job was actually kind of the first job I tried already, <laughs> like, as a kid. That's interesting to me that you wanted to be a YouTuber when you were 13, because, like, that, surely that can't have been a thing for five minutes at that point. What's funny is that I didn't even watch YouTubers at the time. It was really just, like, I I was already making videos. I was it was, I was just a video maker already by age, like, uh-huh. 12. Um, I had the, the, the cassette camcorder, right? And I would make, yeah, yeah. you know, videos with that. 
with my brother. Oh, <laughs> that's a big thing that we did all the time. Make like sh- funny videos, uh, home videos. Like we had this like show that we had called Random Valley. So it's just literally just like imagine SNL, but made by children. <laughs> cool. Um, Brilliant. In a camcorder. And like we, 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 I didn't know how to edit at the time. We basically did what you basically do on TikTok or, or Vine, where you just like mm. cut and you just stop recording and that's the cut. <laughs> yeah. And then you just yep, keep yep, on recording. Yep. That's the next take. And there, we did some good stuff with that. Um, one day I'll show you guys on Twitter, maybe post like a, like a short, it's very embarrassing and I shouldn't be doing that, but especially cause like, it's not just me, it's my brother and like half of it, we're just like in our underwear because <laughs> like, yeah. nobody's going to watch it. <laughs> nobody's going to watch it. We're only watching it ourselves. So we're like, we didn't put on clothes. <laughs> Do you know what? Me and my brother did something very similar actually. So I've got an older brother called Theo. He's two years older than me. Yeah. And uh, we used to put on uh, productions in the garden. I'd remember as kids, we'd be like, we're doing a play you should all adults come outside and watch us do this play. Mm. And the play would be like, <clears throat> yeah, probably just us in our dressing gowns or, or, or like nothing at all, just running around with lightsabers. And it would be like a five minute, what seems to us like hour long full story, usually involving a fight at some point. Mm. And, you know, <laughs> our parents would come out and, and humor us. And that was sort of like, obviously thinking about it now i can't imagine i can imagine be in the future i will have to be a parent not a parent a friend a a house of a friend who is a parent and they're gonna subject me to like oh the kids are put on a play come out and watch and i'm gonna have to be there and i'm gonna have to be like yeah they're so talented (laughs) and be like i hate every moment of this i apologize to my parents friends who i subjected that to (laughs) one of the things i regret doing in my life was i so i would make a lot of like uh maybe even stop motion not really stop motion but like a lot of kids did it play pretend with your like pokemon uh, action figures yeah like make a story but i would actually record them and do cuts and stuff like that with my camcorder again this is before i knew how to edit this is i was 12 i was a child um, but one day, my grandpa, who only speaks Hebrew <laughs> and Arabic, obviously, uh, not obviously, but he's from an Arabic speaking country. Um, sure. uh, but, um, I just made him watch this. <laughs> he doesn't know what the hell's going on. doesn't know what Pokemon is. doesn't speak English. I made him watch Amazing. this like six minute and it's not even funny for an English speaking Pokemon fan. Yep. And I am so the disappointment on his face, like the how bored he was. Yeah. Oh my god! I, I still remem- remember that. Oh, you're like bringing back. It's like memory unlocked, and this isn't good at all. But you're doing this to me now. I had a, I guess, family friends. They were over. They're like my my dad's best friends, and or, or something like that. And um, and this lady, I dragged her upstairs to watch the. Pichu Brothers short at the beginning of the third movie, which is majority just Pokemon. T- it's it, it's it's majority just Pokemon talking to each other, going Pichu Pichu. How uh, now? So there's like no human dialogue in it, and at, like age, I don't know, like ten. I'm like dragging them upstairs, like you gotta watch so funny, ha 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 ha. And I think it got to like halfway through the Pichu short, and those shorts are short. It got halfway through the Pichu short. She's like, all right, I'm just going to go downstairs to mom and dad. I was like, but you're only, you've only just seen, there was a Gyarados there. You just missed. They're not that cool. (laughs) (laughs) What's funny is that I did something similar. I would, 
I had a birthday party when I was eight, and I made all the guests watch Destiny Deoxys. Um, oh, that's painful. Uh, we didn't get through all of it. It was my favorite movie at the time. It was definitely my yeah, favorite Pokemon movie sure. at the time. I watched it at least like ten times. Well, my big brother, I would not be into Pokemon today if it... Well, maybe I would, I don't know, but certainly... Um, so we have the opposite experience you're the eldest I'm the youngest yeah. and so I look up to big brother and he when we were on holiday had Pokemon silver version and I got Pokemon yellow and that immediately that difference between gen 1 and gen 2 and him being the older and me being the younger meant it was literally a case that when I eventually got crystal I was getting to not only explore a whole new region it wasn't that it was I was getting to level up like my big brother and play the game that he got to play that had all of my Pokemon mm. but everything else as well it was almost like I was playing the baby version he was playing the adult version okay. and so I got to access everything and for the first time um, you know like he had got a level 100 Pokemon before me and I couldn't even like manage that in, in my game he had a level 100 for Alligator his starter was Totodile that's why my starter was Totodile because he had used Totodile and I wanted to be like Big Brother and then amazingly in the game there's Birdkeeper Theo and Birdkeeper Toby which is where the name Birdkeeper Toby oh, comes yeah. from so that's kind of how that started and we used to what a coincidence that the same trainer class has ha, class has yeah. both your and names that, and, that, and that's why I remembered it and um we used to sit at the top of the stairs um, in my in my house, um, and we would we'd have our Game Boys out and we'd play. And uh, I think we shared a room for a lot of our childhood. As we got older, there was a lot of friction, so we just didn't. But um, we for a lot of our childhood, we just shared a room. I and shared a room with my brother until I was nineteen. Wow! Yeah, no, I couldn't get past about thirteen. I could not and- do it during his Minecraft phase, dude. Because. <laughs> <laughs> He would just be on his on call with his friends playing Minecraft for like five hours during the night. It was not fun. See, that wasn't a thing when we were kids. When me and Theo were kids, like I wasn't on the internet and neither was he. Yeah. And so we would we would just but like what we irritated each other. We really I think by the time it was sad because I felt great sadness about this, and I hope he wouldn't mind me saying because we're in a much better place now. We're good friends, nice. I think now. But um, at age sort of twelve, thirteen, he stopped liking Pokemon, <sighs> and actually, he was he was running with a group. He was hanging out with friends that were cool kids that were um you know a little bit naughty and they were Aww. they were you know they were gonna they weren't gonna necessarily stay at school for the whole school day if you catch my drift. And I was like. And I... They're what? murdering people? No, what? The murder? No, they weren't that naughty, blimey. No, but, you know, I, I, I wasn't like that. I was... I was. I felt that my big brother was a, a big social butterfly, oh. but also that he was, like, willing he would have to take to a lot more risks than me. He was, oh, okay. he was a lot more impulsive than I was. And I felt quiet and small, and I wanted to be not seen at that age, at, like, 12, 13, whereas... And he was, you know, he was... And there was, the, it sort of got that he was maybe a bit of a, a troublesome teenager for my parents. And like, it was constantly, I was hearing, oh, you know, oh. he's done this, he's done this. And I was just like, we just sort of like lost that, that kind of friendship. And actually there was a lot of friction over the years, but that doesn't really matter because over actually, as we be- became adults and as we've become adults, he has been just the most supportive like he's like dude i am so proud of you i'm so proud of everything you do and i'm really proud of everything he's doing he's he's got his life in a good way and i'm just like i'm just happy for him if he could do anything what he loves doing is fishing he is Mm. he spends 90 percent of his time 
wherever possible when he's not making money he's like he's out on a lake somewhere fishing and he's he's got an instagram it's just him with fishes looking well, happy holding this. fishes i actually want to see his face so that's cool. i will i will link it to you i will link it to you what's the uh, age difference by later. the way Two years, two years. Oh, that's nice. Um, oh. And we, we're similar in a lot of ways. Like, there is the, these traits that I mentioned earlier, you know, his impulsivity, his social butterflyness. Like, I have that too. Yeah. We just, we got them in very different ways and they presented very different. That's crazy. So you guys have the same personality traits but not the same interests? Yeah, we have like none of the same <laughs> that's interests. That's the opposite I've, of me and my brother. That's hilarious. Th- this is the funniest thing. We The amount of times I've thought, oh man, I, you know, like... In a moment of I want to connect more with my brother, maybe I should go fishing with him sometime. And then I just think, I would hate that. Really? I would hate fishing. That sounds miserable. I couldn't think of anything I'd like less. But it's his favorite thing. And I'm so happy that he's happy and loving it. So I'm just proud of him. He's doing good stuff. But um, we're, we're not like, yeah, we're mates. We're mates, you know, and like we get on and we don't, we don't, we don't hang out. Like we, exactly. we would never go and see a film together. But that's not because we wouldn't, get on or enjoy that yeah. like enjoy spending time together it's it's more a case of like that i can't think of a single film that we would both want to watch and get equal enjoyment out of you know wow. um i just i can't we don't we just don't like maybe a comedy or something but like we just don't engage with the world in in it, it's like we engage with the world the same but we receive stuff so, so differently it's it's bizarre i think it works that way because at least for me for example if i did not share interests with my siblings i would probably have gone crazy because i barely talk to other people um uh i wish i again my friends are just not near me anymore and we barely hang out while the people i see a lot way more is are my siblings and we so i'm able to be like oh did you catch that episode of attack on titan or did you see the pokemon news or watch that new pokemon short or did you you know uh or do you want to go watch the mcu movie or whatever while you you don't need to you you have other people in your life (laughs) you don't need your brother in that in that respect i mean so tell me about the friends that you did have sort of growing up oh true um so what's funny is that i what okay the question is, are we talking about elementary school or high school? I guess we're talking about both. Um, Whoever stands out. Who who survived the test of time in your brain? Well, technically only one I still hang out with regularly, which is my best friend. But like even then I hang out, I see him at once every three months even. Um, in elementary school, I again, I went to a private school. I went to a Jewish school for elementary school and, and high school. Um, so... That means way smaller school. Like, I'm talking about, like, in elementary school, 30 people in a grade. Uh, in high school, 50-something people in a grade. Um, so you're basically friends with pretty much all everybody in the grade. Um, and, you know, in the weekends, you would hang out with them and just walk around town. But, like, for example, in high school, I went to school in New Jersey, which is, like, 40... Like, I would have to commute 40 minutes, 45 minutes every day and back... And so I would never really hang out with my high school friends at, you know, after school, but our school days were very long, like from eight to, from, yeah, from like nine to five. Um, so I'm with them more than the average person, at least in terms of, you know, being with them at school. So, and I was basically in terms of high school, I was kind of, uh, it's funny, I'm not a social butterfly, but I was part of, I would hang out with people from every clicker group. Um, so I was way more social in high school and I was definitely socially anxious, but I didn't have full blown social anxiety disorder. Um, cause I was friends with pretty much everybody. I was part of every, of many clubs and, 
um, even heads of some of the, those clubs, like video club and stuff like that. Um, and everybody in the school knew me, like even from other grades, because I, I was Ron. I was the video guy. I was in, I was the artist. I was in student council. I was in a lot of things. Um, but then you graduate and all of that goes away. And it's like, and especially since the fact that I went to a private school, so a lot of these people are rich, not me, but right. a lot of these people are rich. So they're going very far away. They're going to crazy high school, uh, crazy colleges. Like I have people who went to Harvard and Yale and stuff like that. And, uh, or they're just like, you know, they didn't stay in the tri-state area for, for, for college. Why would they? Um, and then even after that, they, right now some of them are a lot of them are doing their doctors or being lawyers or like and and still still in school basically um and they just don't have time to hang out with me because they're not even near me um while some did move back move actually to new york city but even then they're just always busy with work or, or studying or what's crazy new york city's big so it's like even if you live in new york city if you live in a completely different borough you barely see the person but for example like my other best friends like one of them is a pilot He's a pilot, so he's not going to be here. He's, he doesn't live yeah, here yeah, anymore. Yeah. He lives, I think, in like Colorado or something. Like he, he's traveling the world. My other best friend uh, literally disappeared in senior year. We, he like moved away. Don't nobody knew, knows why. Doesn't hasn't communicated since. And he wasn't that good of a friend. He was like a kind of a bully. And like people, like he was a very handsome guy, very popular in the beginning of high school. But then slowly you realize he's not that nice of a guy. <laughs> and everybody, huh. what's cool is that my grade in high school. Again, it's a small grade, so everybody's very, everybody knows each other, and everybody's nice to each other. So the people who are just not nice, even if they're popular, they're gonna stop being popular. Um, yeah. And that's definitely how I've gotten my values. For example, I'm always hopeful that people are nice, and like I, I have faith in a lot of people because I had the best grade in high school, even the best grade for that school. Like everybody always says, like, nah, yeah. that grade, that was a model grade. That everybody there is nice. Like while well, the grade below us and above us, they had no. Uh, conviction. They didn't really do a lot of things. They weren't part of clubs. They they there were a lot of bullies sometimes. But like my grade, nah. Everybody was at least huh. nice. Oh, that sounds so, so amazing. I'd I'd be so fascinated if we could have swapped places for a day yeah. for your school experience. And that was my school experience. We're gonna talk about our school experience because we don't have time next time. Yeah, yeah. Right now we're just talking about friends and like our our how we formed our opinion of people in general. Sure, sure. Was there any one specific person that really like stuck out to you that you're like, they're the friend? Well, yeah, I my best, my best friend, yeah. Natani. Sure, but um, because again, I had a lot of, I had other best friends, but like, I haven't, I barely talked to them because they're not near me. Um, no, sure. And I'm terrible at like communicating, and like, it's always like, there's always that thought of like. If it's not my fault if they're also not reaching out, you know. So it's like no, sure. I, I get that a lot with friendships where I'll think oh, I haven't spoken to this person in so long. I should message them, and then I think, hang on, they haven't messaged me. Exactly. Why do I have to message? I'm busy. I know I'm busy. Why am I? But I'll do it anyway. I'll you know if I care about the person, I'll just you know because if we both keep doing that, then no one's going to message anyone. But like eventually, there comes a point where it's like, well, actually, this person. I, I feel like I've been the instigator. I had friends who I was so close with, even in recent years, like we're talking about friends from like 2016, 2017, where I felt like we used to talk all the time. And I will would message them after a while of not hearing and say, hey, you know, how's things going? And they go, yeah, good, good. How's things going? Oh, yeah, good, cool. We should hang out sometime <laughs> soon. Yeah, no, I'd love that. Radio silence. And I just think, okay, whatever's going on with you. And then actually it would just, it, it would continue. And then I'd sort of go... I just think I'm going to stop messaging this person. This person knows where I'm at. 
They know where I'm at. They know I'm here. And if they pop back on the seat, genuinely, if that person pops back up, I've got no ill feelings. I'm like, okay, cool. Wonderful. I'm glad you're about. But I'm not going to keep, like, pursuing friendships um, that where it's like, I've tried. I've put in the work. Yeah. I don't know where you went, and that's fine. And there are a couple people like that. And sometimes that's just personality type. Sometimes it's something they're doing to everyone. And sometimes maybe you just think that you, you develop a friendship and maybe it's, it was a little bit more peripheral for someone else than than maybe you realized or thought. Okay, mm. that's a shame. Oh, and, and sometimes people's just circumstances change. They move away or they, they, they're just not interested in this circle or that circle anymore and they just kind of fall out of the fold and that's fine too. The problem um, is for me that I always, it's not that I assume the worst, but I always want to make the other person comfortable and if they haven't like talked to me in a long time, I just assume that it would be awkward if I start talking to them again, um, <laughs> at, at least for them. Like for me, sure. it won't. It'll be awkward, but like I, 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 I want to be friends with you, but I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable. Um, See, I don't mind if someone's been ignoring me for like I don't know two years, and I've messaged them I don't know three or four times to say like, hey, you know, how's things going? I do not mind making that person uncomfortable because really? it's like, yeah, yeah, because it's like, okay, well, you know, in in the politest way possible, screw you, I'll. Yeah. I'm here as a friend. If you're not, that's fine. But no, I mean, obviously after half a dozen oh, times, true. it's like half a dozen times after over two or two or three years, it's like, okay, if, I, if I've realized I'm the only person instigating, because I think oftentimes you don't necessarily even think about it. You're just, I'll message someone, see how they're doing. I'll message someone, see how they're doing. And at some point you realize they never message me. What's that about? And I don't know. I try not to. I'm quite a busy person, so I don't. I don't think about this a lot. I seem to. This is probably the most I've ever given thought to this topic in my really? life. Well, yeah. I I do not think about this often at all. First, you put a different perspective on it. So I was always worried that I'm going to make the other person uncomfortable because they don't want to talk to me. But if they don't want to talk to me, then why should I care about them being uncomfortable? Yeah, for for no reason. It's especially if you're like, if if you're just like we were friends. What's, I'm not talking about for anyone who's listening to this and it, they're like Toby it just sounds like you're a bit overbearing and people don't want to yeah. hang out and it's like that's fine if that's the case but like I am genuinely talking about what I believed to be friendships like actual yeah. two way dynamics that are like you know I hmm. think I know this person quite well that I think they know me quite well we trust each other with information and we trust each other with like good vibes and good times go out for drinks and then suddenly there's just a prolonged period of silence despite the fact that nothing's happened it's not like there's been a falling out or even a, an exchange of awkward information or anything. it's just that dynamic's over you know and so- sometimes friendships I was watching a really powerful TikTok earlier um, and it was saying it was good it's kind of morbid it's kind of sad but just stick with me one day eventually all of your friends will disappear either by leaving your life in some way or another or eventually they'll they'll pass away right that's it's miserable obviously and then eventually you'll do it right so if every friendship is finite anyway don't worry about the ones that kind of come in and then disappear because it's just a nice you think of it as a honor and uh and a nice thing that you got to spend time with people yeah and you got to be friends in that moment because everyone's on different paths anyway and sometimes you are just kind of passing ships in the night but here's the problem with my at least friendships and friend groups is that even the people that i thought you know the friendship is not not over but like we're not going to be friends anymore 
Yeah. Because just we're, we, we, our lives have taken us in different paths. A lot of times they do come back in some, not, not that they, we become friends again, but like I see them at a party or they're invited to the same thing yeah. or like, or they, we do hang out one time and then they realize, you know, why haven't we communicated again uh, in a long time? Like it was never like a bad experience when I see them again. Mm-hmm. Um, especially since, like I said, that everybody, that I, at least I was kind of friendly with everybody in my grade that like, I don't mm-hmm. know which one were the ones were like, those are the kind of people that I want to hang out with as an adult or it's just that we were, you know, we just hung out in school and we, we got mm-hmm. along, but we weren't like, we didn't share well, the same interests or like, like for example, it, sorry, like um, yeah. I had a friend who I hung out with a lot in high school, in, in, uh, in the at least senior year. We were not friends during the first three years because we just we never talked. And then we find out that we just, we connect really well. What's funny is that he did not like Pokemon. <laughs> okay. And then, I saw him like every other year, but then literally like during the pandemic, I talked to him because I, I guess I do talk to him at least once every two years at least. And it turns out he's now a huge Pokemon fan, watches <laughs> definitely like is into like the actual competitive VGC, watches Wolfie, watches like all these uh, VGC people, uh, even watches my stuff sometimes. And it's just such a waste that we weren't like, he didn't like Better that. Better friends. Because if he liked Pokemon as a as a in high school, the friendship would last forever. Um, it's, yeah. We're still friends, and I still have. I can but still initiate this. Maybe, this, maybe it will become more of a thing. Maybe it will become more of a thing. I, I hope don't it know. does. Like it's just that we I, did, nobody. We, I I saw. I did reach out to him a few months ago. No, no, it was almost a year ago, and I'm like, can we hang out during the summer? Uh, can we hang out? Like, let's just meet each other at like Central Park. Let's hang out. We did. It was amazing. We. I was is the one friend I've ever was able to talk about like Pokétuber stuff. And he knew who I was, I was talking about. Who are you talking about? Yeah. Exactly. And it sucks that it's, that's how it is in an adulthood. It's just like, unless you literally live next to each other or work mm. with each other, you can't really... <laughs> so, I mean, sometimes it depends because obviously the town I live in and the town I grew up in is... It's small enough that in 30 minutes you can walk from one side to the other, which means the people that I went to school with yeah. are within close proximity. And in fact, I am surrounded by people. They work in the service industry at restaurants, in shops that I I frequent, and some of them I'm on speaking terms with and others I'm not. And everyone's within a sort of distance, unless they've moved away, because I still live in the hometown when I grew up. It's like, there are friends that I have, only one or two, that I'll make a really conscious effort to like, hey, I haven't seen you in a couple months. Let's meet up, go for a drink, go for a meal, and just, like, touch base. Um, the weirdest thing is that, like, one of my, probably one of my oldest friends, a friend of mine, Jordan, now lives in my old bedroom at my parents' Sorry, place. Sorry, my alarm went off. My alarm is Jubilife City. That's all right. No, okay, continue. <laughs> my friend Jordan, who I, um, who, uh, I'll try that again. My friend Jordan, um, who is one of these friends that I meet up with like maybe once every two, three, even four months, um, is he now lives at my parents' place in my old bedroom. Yeah. Because a- as it happened, we were having one of these catch-ups when uh, he said, hey, I'm looking for a new place to live. What are you doing with your old room when you move out? And I'm like, well, my parents could use the rent money. Like, why not? And I love that because he's a really good friend yeah. and it's really nice. But it's such a bizarre thing to... I, I don't think about it much, but like, he's in my old bedroom. He's petting my cats. <laughs> he, but it's like, it's well, actually, he hangs out with my cats more than I hang out with my cats. So I, I, it's fine, I guess. Um, and I'm glad my parents are in good company. I've always um, dreamt of stuff like that happening where... 
like a movie where coincidence happens and you just rekindle a friendship or maybe yeah. even more like become uh, you know have a relationship with you know, someone sure. from your past that would be so cool <laughs> I don't know I, I just like it when it's easy and I don't have to work for it but uh, yeah. Um, yeah it's not like I haven't tried but I also because of my social anxiety I don't try as it's, hard as it's, I should the, the nice thing about school is obviously it gives you a social group right yeah. from the get go um, although I'll be honest like anything below age 13 like I, I do know like two people from before that time but like generally speaking I don't remember yeah. any of the people from my various school groups I don't remember anything before that age really in terms of like socializing or who the people I knew were I had a best friend when I was younger a guy called Nathan he moved away I vaguely see what's going on with him on Facebook and like I would if I ever spoke to the guy I'd speak to him quite friendly but like you know he's not I he was my best friend for five minutes when I was when I was a kid that's funny um, I also had a five minute know. Nathan best friend no but really? not in high school in like preschool yeah no, no no but that's what i'm talking about like that that's that that at that age like at sort of like you know three to ten it was the same was nathan like, he just walk, <laughs> travels country to country yeah, maybe that's where he moved to he moved <laughs> i don't know but um obviously like the, the friends that i developed through now i would like your brother consider myself a bit of a social butterfly i've got yeah. friends in sort of from different pools of friendships from different i did went to two different universities i've got college friends i've got i got friends of friends because dan's in the year below me my best friend dan yeah he who i live with he's in the year below me uh at school and college so he would get his friendship circle they'd have a party and he'd go well can toby come along and or i'd have a party as i can dan come along so we end up sharing so many mutual friends uh and then through youtube through connect parties and that kind of thing that would just come up um and youtube space events and you know, sometimes it's poker tubers and Sometimes it's YouTube in general, different social media clicks, and I just sort of end up in all of them. But what that leads to is, while I have a group of very close friends, and then I also have close friends who are colleagues like yourself or Ace Trainer Liam, um, I've also got like a large number of acquaintances who are slightly more than acquaintances, but would I actually say we have a friendship? Hmm. yes and no you know it's the kind of people that i see like once a year or twice a year at an event how's things going oh yeah you did say about that last time oh that's really good and i love meeting up with them and i always think the vibe is good but like and if they said like hey do you want to go get drinks tonight i'd be like yeah yeah that sounds like great front but like i don't spend a large amount of my time necessarily thinking about them or them thinking about me and that's fine that's just the nature of the dynamic you know, it's funny is that I think another reason why it's just also harder for me at least to do some of those things other than the social anxiety is that I didn't grow up around like drinking culture, for example. So sure. There's never like, oh, you want to go out for drinks or something? That's never a Or thing. food. You have food? That's, that's like an actual like you have to set aside a time to go to a restaurant and like pick a restaurant and stuff like that. It's not like casual, let's go to a pub and like drink. Um, See, that that is a thing here exactly. for sure. So it's, is like is like... Hey, what are you up to today? And usually people tell me, Toby, I work a job. It's a nine to five. And I go, <laughs> I'm a YouTuber. It's Wednesday. You want to get some brunch? And they're like, no. But um, oh, you know, I, sometimes people are free or they got weekends or if whatever. If you live near me, we would go to brunch every week, dude. Oh, it'd <laughs> be so cool. We can get brunch. I need to get a YouTuber like friend that lives near me. This is so annoying. Um, But here's the thing. I think the lesson that I want to impart to people, if you notice that you are a little socially anxious and you want to get a job as like a YouTuber or streamer or anybody who lives 
who works by themselves think about the fact that you are now not going to have any work friends that live near you or uh, mm-hmm. which are v- probably way more underrated <laughs> than you realize um at least for a person who doesn't have a lot of other friends yeah. that they can, they can rely on so yeah that's a, just a, it's a it's a not a weakness it's a hazard it's a work hazard that people don't talk yeah. about it's true i i don't think about that a lot um and, you know i'm i'm lucky that my best friend and I got into similar things, so like mm. we're very we're very close. I'm I'm constantly my my social cup is filled, but like, yeah, I mean, I PokerTuber friends they're all so spread out so far. Yo, and man, I loved. I'm gonna come live in New York for like a year at some point. <laughs> you just bought a house. <laughs> life is long. Life is very very long. True. We can we're gonna. It's all good. And I think next episode we'll talk about more about our actual like schools, what our schools were like. Yeah, I think that'd be um, good. I mean, w- throughout our podcast series, we're definitely going to talk about school stories. So it's not like we have to cram up a lot of school stories, all of them into yeah, but more just the general stuff, what our school was like. Hmm. That'll be fun. I'd like that. I like that. I'm really interested in that as well because I think I mentioned it on a past podcast. The glorified american <laughs> school college experience i want to know which i, I didn't have any of those stories. i didn't have the conventional college experience i didn't have the conventional high school experience so that's why i think it's at least entertaining for the people who are listening because i would assume yeah most of them may have had that we'll find out let us know in the comments below that's the end that's the end